Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. I don't know who all can hear me and who can't. I see we've got Marsha on here. And Marsha, can you hear me? Oh, Marty, Marty, I'm sorry. I couldn't, it's yeah. funny, I couldn't get on to your show. I couldn't hear it on my computer or yeah. when I called in by phone, I couldn't hear it. Are you on air? Oops. Yeah. yeah, we got on now. And uh, no, that's okay. Oh. That's what was happening. Did you just get on internet. now? Yes. Um, Hang on here. Tanya just texted that she can hear us. Uh, Good. Hang hang on. Uh, See what else. Tanya. She said, okay. Uh, Okay, she said she can now. So, uh, and that looks like cause right there. Hang on a second. Cause, is that you? No, that's all right. I got to text Lisa, so go ahead and talk. <laughs> See if we can get oh, her on. Is Kaz yeah. there? Yeah. Kaz? Kaz? She's not talking. Well, I'm, I'm so excited to hear about Lisa's uh, story because it's so, it's just the perfect example of how this system is so wrong and the things that are going on, on in it just are it just gets worse and worse in a way it seems like well it does and the thing is these this law firm sent her this letter mm-hmm. and i'm sorry i you know i did do a regular opening tonight but we've we got it some time we got to take care of here but it sent her an open letter and actually um threatened her openly threatened her with extortion and they're claiming Thanks, Brandon. Uh, they're claiming that um, she owes them all these attorney fees, and it's absolutely – hang on here. I'm going to read to you from this damn thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hang on. Let's see. Give me this open up. But um, it, it, it was stunning in, in its corruption, for one thing. And the other thing is um, – dang it, boy. Something's going on here. Yeah. Um, they make point of almost taunting her about having her sanctioned so that she can't practice law. And, you know, you read this and you think this can't, they can't possibly do this, but they did and they do. And it's blatant. It's right out in the open. And they don't care if you know her. They don't know. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's a letter I mean, from a law firm. Yeah. 
That's the letter just from a law amazing. Firm. And was this as a result yeah. of the um, of the dirty money um, episode, or well, how did you know, that they fit dropped in? that. Yeah, they, okay. they had okay. all the charges dropped against her, and the thing was, uh, she wasn't um, she wasn't responsible for that anyway. She had no control over who you know uh, how the editing went, what they put in, and what they didn't. She didn't have any uh, didn't have any say in that, and so they dropped everything, and all the charges were dropped against everybody else with prejudice, meaning they can't come back after them. But with Lisa, it was without prejudice. But here's part of what they say in this letter. Our preliminary investigation suggests that you probably do not have sufficient liquid assets to make the payments required by the order. Your suspension from the practice of law probably means that you have no likelihood of earning sufficient income to make payments. (gasps) However, yes, however, from the inventory and subsequent... Yeah, however, the inventory and subsequent account filed in Essex Probate Court by the special personal representative of the estate of estate of Marvin H. Siegel, it appears that you're likely to have a substantial inheritance from the estate in an amount sufficient to cover Judge Phelan's orders. <gasps> yes. Oh, my. And Talk the, about the, reach around. Oh, my the, Lord. Yeah. They're talking about $278,907 to attorney Patri- Patricia mm-hmm. Martin. And another 131220 to attorney Lisa Kuhira. Um, to, uh, isn't uh, it unbelievable? Isn't it unbelievable how people can make you pay for their hurting you? It's amazing to me. And that's yeah. what happens in the guardianship system. I mean, people's yeah. estates are used to keep them in the guardianship and to ruin their lives. It yeah. just is really awful. It really is. Oh, hang, hang on. I mean, we got Lisa. Goody, Lisa. Lisa. Hi, we're back up. <laughs> hey, Lisa, yeah, it's Marcia. I was trying to listen and tuned in, and Marty answered. So I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. I was trying to get this, Thank you for coming yeah, before they signed out. Well, it's yeah. nice to hear your voice. It, it really is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Same yeah. Lisa, yeah. So, I hear that Marty uh, was yeah. filling you in. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I yeah. hear Marty is filling you in. Yes, for our audience that isn't familiar with your story, although I don't know who that would be, um, why don't you give a little quick background brief about how all this started, how you got to where you are? Oh, holy moly. <laughs> you know that's going to be a whole month series. Okay. So, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, my father was a lawyer for over 50 years and so he wanted me to follow in his footsteps and I just adored that man so much that I couldn't say no and in 1996 uh, I became admitted to the mass bar Uh, so I most of my practice uh, dealt with appellate work. Uh, I started doing some trial work as well. Uh, my main focus basically was a lot of constitutional law. Uh, I also did some trial work, uh, basically, you know, general general practice, uh, broad 
broad spectrum, uh, basically representing the uh, little guy, uh, those who are being taken advantage of by, you know, the bigger corporations and government entities. So let's see, fast forward. Uh, 2011 is when I, as a lawyer and personally, first really became introduced to the probate and family court. <clears throat> Prior to that, I really, uh, I didn't have, you know, any experience in that particular area. You know, that's a whole different uh, jungle. And the way that I was uh, thrusted into that and my dad was thrusted into that was due to uh, final financial exploitation by uh, his by my dad's financial advisor essentially, and that you know forced us into the system. And once you're into the system, all hell breaks loose. Uh, my dad, he uh, we were very close. And he had, you know, as an attorney, uh, he's a prominent attorney in Boston. Uh, he, you know, had, had a large estate. We're talking, you know, millions of dollars. He uh, had uh, prominent law firms do uh, his durable power of attorney, which he made me his power of attorney. Uh, he set up a trust, and well before anything ever happened. Um, so uh, in 2011, when the uh, financial advisor was able to, so to speak, he... He was able to work the system, and it, it involved the elder services um, and the hospitals where if you have a loved one and they appear, uh, you know, they go to even the emergency room, uh, they're their prey. And my father... You know, despite being a lawyer, my being a lawyer, um, he was taken advantage of uh, through the hospital and the financial advisor, and it, it that was the road to hell from there. And that's how I wow. got introduced into the probate and family court. God, it's just mind. I, oh, God, that's yeah. just awful. I mean... I just, it's unbelievable, Lisa. Well, it's so unbelievable. That, it's unbelievable that that uh, at that time uh, I was already a lawyer what, uh, over ten years at least. By that time, uh, I I had many successful cases before in the appellate court. So you know, I'd like you know they would like other people to think that you know I'm crazy or uh, don't know the law, whatever. But uh, when people want to really see the record, it, it, it really speaks for itself that I knew damn well what the law is. 
the problem is that in probate and family court, it just doesn't make a difference because there is no law, okay? These people are just so – they are above the law at this point. Yep. Okay? There is Mm -hmm. no law in that cesspool. Mm-hmm. And that's and I yeah. suppose that that that's one of the most uh, frustrating frustrating elements is that here I am an attorney. <laughs> I know, <clears throat> you know, I'm able to present myself. Uh, case law, it, it didn't matter. It just didn't matter. Yeah, there there uh, been people like there's there's one guy uh, who was a manager of the. Of, you know the London Stock Exchange, and his dad got put in this, and they couldn't do anything. It, and my Mm-mm. father had had durable power of attorney. He had there was listen the, the validity of those documents were impeccable. Okay, they, they didn't even question the fact that it was validity. It's just that they treated as though it just didn't exist. Right. So <laughs> when people but, say, when pe- I mean, it's important, you know, it's not that I say don't get the paperwork done, you know, it, from my point of view, it, it definitely, it, it's a definitely a necessity. It's a good thing to have. It, it's documentation that you need to help in battling against these predators. So, so it's documentation and support of exactly, you know, what the person's wishes are. Uh, so it's not that I, you know, tell people not to get it. Yes, you do need to get it, but but people need to understand that that don't, you know, fall under that false sense of security that you think that oh, you've got this piece of paper that is going to mean anything necessarily in the court because system systemically they, it's disregarded nationwide. Yeah, you know, it's not well, isn't isn't it? Isn't it- doesn't guardianship uh, override automatically your power of attorney, so you really just don't have a chance? Well, here's the thing: that they, the durable power of attorney is supposed to stop yeah. any form of guardianship. That's the that's why people spend money on these documents. Yeah. So that yeah, they yeah, yeah. so that there is no need. It's, it's not even is there no need for a guardianship, but to specifically protect against it. Right. So the guardianship, it, that's supposed to be like ironclad to say, no, probate court, you can't come in. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work like that, to, though. It's yeah. supposed, no, it doesn't work like that, no. Once, yeah. you, once, yeah. they, once they get you into that system, you, you don't get out. It's a black hole. It's a you know, really things, bad black yeah, hole. One of the things I have keep trying to get across to people all these years, these are not courts of law. Those are your state courts, your district courts, and all of that. They intentionally created these tertiary courts, these tribunals, and they are not subject to the law. That's why they don't follow the rule, rules of evidence. They don't have to follow the code of civil procedure. They don't have to abide by it because they are not a court of law. And everything in probate is set up to make sure you never get out of that system and into a court of law. Because if you did look at the people you could prosecute, well, you know, look at what happened. Go ahead. 
though, well, the Constitution is still supposed to apply uh, as far as these administrative courts. Um, you know, they, you know, these judges can say what they want, but, uh, you know, the fact is the, the Constitution, and, and I'll tell you what, you, you know, there's so many times, the C, that's like the C word, Constitution. I'll tell you uh-huh. what. <laughs> you want to see how many times the that's like that's like garlic to a vampire. The C word. Don't say the C yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It it just you know, it I mean I don't know how many cases we have dealt with, Lisa, I never counted up. But the thing is there has been so much reported between us and all the other advocates and everything else. There has been so much reported, and of course we do the summit every year, and thanks to Marcel Reed, the Whistleblower Summit, um, that's coming up the end of July. We'll be doing it on Zoom. And But, you know, we have gotten major coverage. We have gotten the word out everywhere, and I think this movie that just came out, I Care A Lot, really hit home with a lot of people. The How Could This Be Happening in that movie, of course, was an encapsulation of several different uh, bogus guardianship stories uh, that um, they kind of wound together but made the made the um, the film out of. But it's always the same too, too, routine. It's always snatching yeah, people. Yeah, too bad the Netflix didn't have the fortitude, the fortitude to uh, keep the, the real documentary up. That, that would have been something, huh? Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Well, they're getting sued, I guess, from 15 different angles, and then they filed several suits of their own. And uh, they're trying, everybody's trying to point the finger at everybody else. And it, I, it's, it's actually disgusting. But I guess there's been a lot of pressure for them to take that movie, I Care a Lot, down because they said the final scene where he pops a cap on that heifer. Um, <laughs> I've always said you could hear a collective cheer go out across the country. Oh, yeah. you know, well, uh, all over the U.S., yeah. right? All over. Yes. Well, yeah. if it's the same and attorney they said it was violence. Go ahead. If it was the same attorney that represented Netflix in in the case in the Massachusetts case, uh-huh. well, then yeah. I suggest that uh, you know it's it's a playbook negotiation there you see because you know they had the same attorneys working with each other on opposite sides on many cases and they it seems uh-huh. to be from from what i observed that that uh you know it's a game you know it play you know yeah. both sides against the middle so <laughs> they yeah, seem, sure to, they, they seem to know is. each other very well let me just say that well, and it's so easy for them to do it. The, the power of attorney and other legal instruments that people construct in estate planning. But see, and this is why when you get into probate tribunal, they can discard. They are not bound by the law. They don't care what the law is. And the judges will say, you know, these, these documents are an obstacle. They don't say it's an obstacle to the guardian and their attorneys to plunder the estate. So I'm dismissing them. I'm throwing these aside. They They don't matter or supposedly reinterpreting the will because they know what that person really meant. And, um, you know, we just last year up in Minnesota, they had that bill 3771, and I read through that thing, and here, and they do this anyway, 
they were making it, they were codifying into law the right of these guardians to remove beneficiaries from wills and trusts and replace them of people of their own choosing, even if it was themselves. And I thought, oh, what? That's playbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wrote a lengthy letter to all of them explaining that what they were doing was in itself an illegality. And, um, but it just, uh, the bill didn't pass, thank goodness. But, you know, we see this all the time. We see all these bills come out, and uh, supposedly, you know, they're going to protect the old people. And, you know, we love grandma and grandpa as much as you. And here's this bill that amounts to freaking nothing. nothing. Exactly. Oh, oh and, it all sounds really flower, flowery, okay? Really, oh, I mean, yes. it sounds beautiful. Yes, we're going to help with the dignity uh, of the elderly. Yeah. They could. What yeah. they, they can, they yeah. can uh, you know, put uh, lipstick on a pig. I don't, you know, really doesn't matter yeah. because, in essence, what they, you know, what it comes down to, that uh, yeah. these judges, they, they, they go along with whatever the the court appointed fiduciaries want them to to do. Okay, I mean the yeah, network, and what I keep telling people, Lisa. They, what I keep telling people is they keep saying, well, you know, it's not the judge's law. Yes, it is. That is the person who facilitates everything and makes sure it all goes according to plan. Oh, it's that oh, person sitting up there calling himself a, a judge. That could have solved a lot of problems right there, okay, if these judges actually – Followed the law, okay. But there yeah. is no—it's impossible for 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 them to actually. I mean, expecting yeah. the corrupt to self-police. I mean, the these yeah. judges choose the the court-appointed fiduciaries, okay. They're selecting right. them. There is no independence whatsoever. Uh, they're, no. they're so interconnected that this is—it's it, a racket. It's a well-oiled right. machine. Yes. And, you know, and that's the thing, too. Um, and that person sitting up there, in some states they elect magistrates or appoint them, whatever. Most states, it isn't that way at all. And these people are hearing examiners. They are not judges. Judge implies you're dealing with law. They don't deal with law, statute, and code, regulation. And they're here an examiner or a ministerial clerk, but they are not a judge of the law. So to see them sitting up there fraudulently, you know, presenting themselves as a judge is, is wrong. And but the thing is, they, they and these attorneys that sell these estate plans, they're lying. Either they're not the expert they said they were on this topic and they should refund the money or or the other option. <laughs> they knew they were selling you fraudulent stuff. They knew that a yeah, probate examiner I choose that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Seriously. They know that in I the mean, probate tribunal they can I'm, discard any of those documents, break into trusts and wills. They can do anything they want to do. And I've nobody seen says so many a word. cases where where private uh, state uh, attorneys uh, 
draw up these documents, and they actually make themselves part of of the uh, trust, like trustee, uh, yeah. the executor. I mean, that in of itself. I mean, you really you don't have to be a rocket scientist to, to to really know that there's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they but yeah, but, but it, it's it, done. Know. It's done on a regular basis. And what they. What they they also don't tell people is, you know, a lot of people asked, and for years I didn't understand why these attorneys were allowed to file motion after motion. And the one case I attended up in St. Cloud, Minnesota, went in as a watcher, and there were 16 attorneys lined up down the wall waiting to file motions into this estate. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what is this? Well, it turned out to be a super-duper wealthy person there, and... But I didn't know that every time a motion is filed, <laughs> the judge makes money. They get 2 to 3% of the value of the estate paid by the estate. And it, that's the way on the East Coast, it's 2 to 3%. As you get to the West Coast, it goes to 5 to 6%. And, but they, they make money, and that's why they'll let these predatory attorneys and these ragheaded guardians come in there time after time after time after time is because it makes no difference to them. They're making money. They're making money. Oh. And, uh, you know, so you, you have to look at all of this. This is a racket. This is racketeering taken to the 10th power. Um, I, I Seriously, why this is allowed to run, why nobody does anything, uh, no matter how much we why raise hell, well, no matter how well, much. Well, here's the worst part of it, okay? Now, uh, my case in, uh, specifically, now on on many occasions, I filed different uh, civil actions outside of the probate and family court, uh, involved huh? in uh, showing that there's fraud by the fiduciaries, these court-appointed mm-hmm. public officials. And what uh-huh. happens is is that the attorney general's office plays counsel for these professional criminals. Wow. Anybody, anybody wow. see a problem with that? I mean, I could have, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that running joke that uh, the uh, the AG is uh, about prosecuting crimes. But, here, but, you know, it's no joke that when, when uh, a private citizen files, you know, some kind of civil action showing fraud being perpetrated by officials that that the AG specifically takes a role as counsel. So there's a, you know, so, you know, that is something that really needs to be addressed by the legislature. Just unbelievable. Well, you know, when we were going back, I, I know. back I mean, and forth with the DOJ here two years ago over that um, 2019 Elder Justice and Protection Act, which all it did was expand and further fund the same agencies and individuals we fight all the time and it added a bunch more. That's all it did. And I had raised so much hell with Grassley's office about it and then with the DOJ about it mm-hmm. when they – uh, set, said that they were handing the uh, authority to 
develop model legislation to the DOJ. And I said, you can't do that under the non-delegation doctrine. You cannot cede your authority. The Constitution is very specific. All bills must originate in the House. That doesn't mean you send it over to somebody else to write and then you throw it on the floor. But I said, you don't have the authority to write any bills. So they put it in at the bottom of the bill. There was a little box that said, you know, miscellaneous, uh, that they'd been given authority, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this stuff just just irks me to death. I, I can't even tell you to the extent that it does. Well, and the, the law thing is, the problems, the problems are so embedded yeah. everywhere. Well, it's like it has tentacles, yeah. you know. And so, it's like today, I, I, me, go ahead, Lisa. No, I was going to say, like today, I, I filed another mo- another motion with the uh, highest state court, again, pointing out irrefutable evidence that the Supreme Judicial Clerk, Mar Doyle, tampered with docket the docket information, okay? Now, there's a problem when on the books, that's a criminal offense, and the AG refuses to address it, as, as well as the rest of the uh, full bench sitting up, sitting up on the high court. Okay, I mean, self-policing, right. Yeah, that, that really works well. But, uh, I, I mean, this is why we the people are so important, okay, because by the public showing their outrage, they're, 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 by their calling out to this, that brings accountability. That's what I call the law of natural accountability. And that's what needs to happen. And I'm, and I'm you know, I'm really hoping that, uh, that this show can help, you know, bring, uh, you know, the fire to the belly, you know, of the belly to have people realize that, that what needs to happen is people need to organize and raise their voices. Marty, can you hear me? Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot to take my mute oh. off. When we were going back and forth <laughs> with the DOJ, gosh, uh, sometimes even I miss. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, we were going back and forth with them, and, and I was told point blank, and then the Attorney General of the state of Minnesota told me almost verbatim the same thing. You're operating under the, the delusion that we are here to defend and protect you, and we're not. We're here to defend the state from you, and that really, really rocked me. And I have a problem with all of these people being in these high positions that have membership in the Bar Association. Um, I don't think that should be allowed because their loyalty is to the Bar Association, not to that job. And uh, we see this over and over again. You know, they'll drown their mother and all their kids. Um, in favor of the bar association because they don't want to be disbarred. And all they're going to do if they disbar you is take your union card. I want to know where it's written that if you don't have a bar union card, you can't practice law. 
I don't know of any law that says you can't. I know of stuff they've written that says you can't. Yeah. But there is no such law. No, I mean, you're absolutely – and that's what needs to happen is that the dismantling of of the bar – you know, Bar Association yes. and Board of Bar over the years. Uh, I mean, my case is, yes. is, you know, the poster child for that. I mean, I mean, think about it. Okay. I expose actual members of the Board of Bar Overseers financially and physically exploiting my father. Okay. And because I bring that out and expose it, they come after my license. Do they have to come after my license? Other than to say that because I filed a racketeering action showing that they're actual crooks, that I impugned the judiciary. Okay? So the fact that these people are actually the ones who go, the actual criminals get to be the arbiters, okay, of saying whether about my license. And all the judges are going along with it as if, you know, you know, nothing to see here. We're all, yeah. you know, it's just, it's amazing yeah. to me that they're this just This is what we do to... every day, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, oh, I you think, know, what is starting really, <laughs> yeah, that's what's right? really starting to settle on people is, well, I don't know what happened there, is that, this this whole system is corrupt. It, it is of no use to the public whatsoever. In fact, this bar association and these judicial oversight panels that, that you know, 99% of the time they don't find anything wrong. The 1% they do, it's a slap on the wrist. Don't you do that again, you naughty boy. And But they're worthless. And every time we have well, suggested... How do you stop this? How do you is, stop this? Yeah, well, the first thing to do is... A, Huge movement, yes, to to break up the bar association. It's a monopoly. It has monopolized our courts, and under antitrust laws and everything else, it's a big no-no. Of course, everybody sits still and doesn't say a word. And the other way you break it up is, if like this is going to happen, would be start prosecuting these attorneys for abuse of their position, for malfeasance, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, for their leveraging of the law, not because it's right and it's lawful and it's what should happen, but, you know, because we got to win and we need to make money and, you know, the whole thing that goes on. And, um, but as long as these people are allowed to congregate and form this good old boys club, including a lot of women, and they're running things, and that yep. should the never pro- be allowed the to happen. The problem is they're running it under, like, in the stealth, under stealth, okay, because yeah. they, they, what they do is they seal improperly the, these uh, proceedings. The, um, constantly, they're they're uh, taking, you know, destroying the audios, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's what needs yeah, to happen. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There needs to be in every single court, and as we see, there should be no problem with the the, the COVID thing that that we've all gone through yeah. that, that closed down the courts. And as we see, there should be no problem having live streamed court proceedings. How's that for you? We already know it works. 
All right. So well, yes, and we just saw it's true. With, we just saw with Shelley Thompson who had that hearing that was supposed to be on Zoom, which it was. It was open to the public. It was a public hearing. This is Shelley Thompson yep. that we've highlighted on the show twice. And mm-hmm. the judge wouldn't let anybody in and had it all <sighs> shut off. And so, yeah, it wouldn't let any any court watchers, nobody, anybody that wasn't actively involved in the case was gone. They wouldn't let him in. So, wow. So, Unbelievable. I, this this violates the open records laws and that whole thing, but it, nothing will be done about it. You know, nothing will be. It's only law breaking if you or I do it. If they that's do right. it, it's just routine business. You know, but that's, right. but that's, why, that's why we. That's why the average citizen is so important. Okay, you know, yeah. I have this, this saying: many hands make light work. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't realize, they feel like, oh, there's nothing we can do, but really uh, that's not true. That when people uh, organize locally and, and you band together, it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, how that really can galvanize and, and, and well, you, know. you know. Where I see it's happening, Lisa is in the states over this, and I don't want to get into the COVID thing. It's all baloney anyway. But states now, 17 either have passed or are passing laws prohibiting mask wearing, vaccine passports, and mandatory vaccinations. That is a result of the public jumping up and saying, that's enough. Mm-hmm. No more. Yeah. And um, all right. so you've got this yeah. Texas and uh, Florida have um, – have already done this, and you know yeah, you can see a real, you can see a real slippery slope developing if you let that stuff start. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, oh uh, well, yeah. Yes, please. I mean, have we not been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot yeah. of these slippery I mean, slopes around. I mean, seriously, yes, as if people don't think that 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 it, you know, that it can't happen again, it already has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people yes. don't realize that every every uh, little bit that they give in to their to their freedom, their liberties, yeah. they're never going to mm-hmm. get it back. They don't, you know. Yeah, the fight along to get along mentality has got to end. It does. Yeah. It does. And you know, and that's the that's the really sick part in all of this is. The people that walked around with those masks on, and they always look, they'd look at you, oh, dog-eyed, and, you know, I'm a martyr. <laughs> and I didn't wear a mask, refused to put one on. And, uh, but the, the, I've said this repeatedly. I have never seen this country so desperate, just desperate to believe BS. I have never, this was so easily, this whole scenario, so easily taken apart. It was exposed for the fraud and lie that it was. It was exposed for it pre- being pre-planned, and yet even I'm, with all of that, these people are just clinging to this. And somebody said to me, oh, I know it's real because I saw it. I, you did? Oh, you were in the hospital. Well, no, you were in the nursing home. Oh, no, no, because you can't get in there to see anything. <laughs> so I want to know, know what they died of. I want to know yeah. when people are going to yeah. stop. Uh, believing and, and and lapping up the milk from the government. 
When are they going to, I mean, yeah. when is enough enough? Have we not well, learned all the history? Come on, the Tuscany Airmen, please. I mean, yes. how many how many uh, things need to happen, really, for people to, to, to understand that the government, you know, it really has, has this sick mentality of actually hurting their own yes. people? Well, you know, it's yes, really it's, the, it's really the the government working with the big corporations. I mean, social media is yes. a lot of, at the heart of a lot of this stuff. That's all because propaganda yes. is now the rule. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, not well, well, you know, that people been. say to me, "Oh, our, our government wouldn't do that to us." Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the what was it, the eighties? They, uh, the CIA sponsored a little deal where they walked through the subways in New York with these briefcases loaded with this aerosol, and they were spraying it to see if this bacteria would spread and how it spread and how far it went. Oh, and then there was geez. a deal out in San Francisco where that ship, they shot stuff over San Francisco and poisoned everybody there to see what it would do. And then up in the Midwest, when I was in elementary school, they salted the milk supply. We got free milk for a time. And they salted it with all sorts of live and dead virus and bacterium and everything, gave us free milk. And it ended, I remember distinctly the day it ended, because I went by and grabbed my free milk and went to sit down. And the girl came over and she said, that's a nickel. And I didn't have a nickel. And she said, I said, no, it isn't. It's free. She said, not anymore. It's a nickel. And she took my milk. Oh, Well, come to find out all these years later, all these years later, that here they had run this big biological experiment up there at the upper Midwest, Iowa, Minnesota, the Dakotas, Wisconsin, and they had salted the milk in all the elementary schools. They gave it to the kids free. And, uh, and then, then they of have course, sat back all these yeah. years. Yeah, waited to see oh, which well, diseases came up. And, it came, and people don't know that all up across the Midwest, as a result of this, there are blood research centers all over hidden up in the upper Midwest. There well, are now, just multiple. Now, now you can get two two Krispy Kreme donuts if you get your vaccine. There you go. Yeah. Oh, oh. In, in Minnesota, you can get wine, beer, or ice cream. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's almost, yeah. that's like, oh, my God, that's like the McDonald's toys, you know, in the lunchbox. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. Really? That's what it's doing? Up, couple of you? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, and see, they claim they've given 100 million people the vaccine in this country. Well, there's 330 million of us. I don't see that happen. And with the number yeah. of deaths being reported, uh, they say it's only 1 or 10% of the actual. So even at 10%, you know, that comes up to, what, 40,000 dead from the vaccine? And, and at least another 2.5 million then dead, or not dead, but injured from the vaccines they're reporting this all over the world and what's it could it take on a scott and people are just if you don't believe there's a virus then unfriend me not a problem because you are just too ignorant really? to me to be talking to <laughs> oh yeah well how, and uh, how many times have we she, caught caught the, the media putting on uh uh bombings supposedly taking place and uh and they're used from Completely other places and other times. Yes, yes, yep. I mean, I just don't even. I mean, yeah, it, 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 soulless. 
they, no, they've I mean, experimented really, I mean, on, as you mentioned, the, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yes. You know, there have been many of the uh, children's homes and insane asylums were also used. They experimented on uh, one group of kids in the upper northwest in a home. They x-rayed them as many as 55 times a day to see if it would cause cancer. Um, they died from the x-rays, of course. But uh, we do stuff like this all the time. Um, we test on people uh, the HPV vaccine, another big public experiment. Oh, yeah. It has actually mm-hmm. caused it increase in cervical cancer and a very high rate of infertility. Gee, I wonder what that was all about. And then we look like over in in Kenya. Last year, they sterilized 500,000 teenage girls, mostly girls, some boys, with an unneeded tetanus vaccine. And the way you get tetanus, it's from a bacteria that's in a horse's intestines. I don't know too many horses over there in Africa. And... um, but anyway, I mean, if you look at the things that they do, um, we've got human diploid cells. Now, Aquafina water put out by Nestle uh, contains human diploid cells, so it tastes better on the tongue. And oh, my God. I've got a whole list of, not buy anything Nestle, but a whole list of Nestle products that they use human diploid cells in taken from the parts of, of um, aborted babies. And then we have, of course, the abortion business. And people said, oh, Trump's going to stop abortion. No, he isn't. Oh, yeah, he's going to issue an executive order. All he's going to do is defund it, which will allow it to be privatized so that the stakeholders... Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, so that the stakeholders can take it over and keep the baby part business flowing. This is huge global business, and they want the Fed out of it so that they can claim proprietary rights and trade secrets and not have to tell you anything about the gruesome business they're in. Uh, but they're never going to stop is, abortion. That's, wow, never. that is – that makes a lot of sense. You know what? That makes a lot of – the privatizing yeah, you know really, looks so you know really uh, started the, the Internet, right? It all started with yeah. the government, DARPA, and they gave yeah. it as a gift – to the corporations. Yeah. Oh. I remember when the internet first started, and it was just this program called Prodigy, and you called in on your phone, and it was so crowded with people trying to get on that you were lucky if you could get on, but it was called Prodigy. And then the internet, they brought the internet up, I think, about a year later. And, you know, it's like when I bought my first computer when I got it home and I was putting it together, I thought, what did I buy this? Well, I'm never going to use this thing. Holy yeah, crap, that's what I thought. And look at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> now if my internet goes down like it did earlier, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, oh, I, I just go to pieces, I do. And, uh, but, it, you know, they're constantly experimenting on us. They're constantly See, anything doing the government something. touches. You know, well, you know, Lisa, you've become an, you've become a, an experiment for these attorneys. It sounds like you know, for this yes. really a gang. They're just using you as this experiment. Yes. How much can we get away with, right? Oh yeah, and who's going to do going anything on about for it? Like three know? decades. I mean, you know, once that's exactly. I mean. That's how they get people into the system, okay? Through mm-hmm. uh, looking at the doctors, hospitals, psychiatrists, social workers. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a huge network. 
Yeah. Yeah, and the and thing is, your predators. It sure is. I mean, I mean that's you know, it's all about being the problem. The problem, the the problem is that you know there somebody said uh, whatever is not forbidden is mandatory. I mean that's a totalitarian yes. state, uh, statement. Yeah. But if you think about it, yeah. when Whatever is not forbidden and is al- and is uh, is allowed is similar. The Constitution is based on that, you know. So yeah. well, if you don't I'll stop you something, them. it's gonna it's gonna do what it did to you. It's gonna do what it does to guardianship victims. You know. You know what the real problem was? Well, even for even the attorney, you know, the 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 attorneys that aren't, you know necessarily uh, the ones who consider themselves to be, uh, you know, evil, so to speak, you know. The fact is, is you have who, you quote, unquote, the good attorneys who allow it to happen because they sit there knowingly and and don't want to say anything because they don't want to get the judge angry because they're worried about the next case that's going to be coming down the road because mm-hmm. they're constantly appearing before these same judges. So well, and, well, and then like a know. trust, like a trust company. Um, my husband was in this trust company. Had his, uh, you know, he had a little thing he set aside. And then what happened was that same trust company was involved in a guardianship, and they seemed to be pretty good. But the truth is, once the court. Uh, says, okay, the guardian gets X, Y, Z money, the the trustees just go, okay, and they pay the money out of the estate. Yep. So, I think that's one of the most insidious parts of this whole thing. It's awful. It's the idea is that the these attorneys and these predatory guardians, that the victim has to pay them to prosecute and persecute uh, them. That it's is awful. sick. It's that like, here's who I just what? bought a whip. Buy me a whip. I want to beat you. Oh, but, That's what but, it is. And, yeah. and even more so, what they're doing is, especially now uh, with the AG's office, especially in Massachusetts, okay, they make, they make it out. Here's the propaganda. It's the a family that's the real abusers, supposedly. Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that, that. Th- those are the real people who do the exploitation, supposedly, not the attorneys. Okay. Right. Now, you know, granted, you know, uh, the, uh, there's a large percentage of, of, you know, family disputes, whatever, disgruntled, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, to, you know, it is complete uh, disinformation to to make it out that we, uh, we, family members are, are, you know, the ninety percentile of of the. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, listen to this. You won't believe this. I was looking at the, uh, you know, the NCA and uh, MetLife, and they do all these studies, and they say that very thing, right? They say 90% of families are blah, blah, blah. And one time I saw in one document that Virginia Tech, the NCEA, and uh, MetLife, did a, they wanted to see what was stolen in a period of three months from elders. So they just cra- they just kept track of every all these news feeds. Well, it turned out in that news feed that professionals steal 
18 times more than families do. So what are they talking about? <laughs> this is not a problem with uh, this is not a problem with uh, uh, Johnny and Susie, you know. And, oh, the, and I, I, anyway, I, that they didn't that didn't stick because it wasn't you know it wasn't quantitative enough. They'd just done this for three months, but that's what it actually showed. It showed that families are just about the last in line when it comes to. And yep. money. That's exactly right. Uh, well, and one of the biggest the G- predators of the banks. What's that? Um, when the GAO the did that report in, in 2010, and when it first came out, it said that they'd only looked at like 5,500 cases, and supposedly nobody's collecting statistics. That's the federal government stance. So yeah. if they're not, how does GAO contrive these reports? <laughs> uh-huh. Now, where'd you get this for this report? Well, anyway, they came out, and the first issue of it said that it, there were times when family and community members were involved, but most of the time it was by professionals in the business of guardianship. Yeah. I don't know what happened over three days, but three days later, they switched it all around, and they didn't mention the professionals at all, and it was all family and community members. Um, oh. And this is what I've seen yeah, got a piece of that. legislation yeah. that comes out. That and every so piece happened, of it's all geared towards families and and um, community true. members, and there is no mention, no mention whatsoever of these professional predators or their attorneys or any of that or these corrupt right. probate examiners. It's really true. You, There's no mention. You of see these that people? Yeah. You see that that ninety percent figure everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And the thing is, I think that at the base of it, that's a dom- probably a domestic. You know, it must be domestic yeah. abuse. I mean, they're not even looking at the rest of the picture. But this one thing showed, wow, I looked at that and said, wow. You know? Well, here's wow. what happens nationwide, though, is that what what really happens in the probate and family court is that, see, in order to for the, these cronies to be able to, you know, become appointed, they have to, you know, cause – havoc within the family so what they do yeah. is is because uh, there's always some you know a lot of families have one disgruntled member whatever okay yeah. and uh, they'll make it so that the, the entire family is ousted okay the, the the one person that acts happens to be the durable power of attorney and so forth oh what happens is they'll make something up and fabricate it to make it so that now they're actually the exploiter okay yeah, yeah. That's, it's that's the first person playbook. who gets to the. It's the first person who gets the judge's attention, I guess, or who petitions, right? Well, usually what we've had, what we have found is in the, in these courts, you see the same judge, same attorneys, the same oh uh, yeah guardians, same social workers. Oh, New Mexico they just run people through in a mill. Yeah, they that, run well, they in, Mexico, through in, in a New mill Mexico, the same services. people. The, we had five families with the services. same people. You had five what? We had five families who had the same players. They all oh, screwed wow. them, you know? Yeah. Yes, well, isn't wow, it interesting wow, wow. that Lisa Cookie Or at here, least three. But the same names kept popping up and popping up in different kind of combinations. That's, you know, so it wasn't like exactly the same right. person every time. But a pool of maybe ten. And, man, I mean, they, were just, yeah. they just plowed through estates like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah, there's if it that weren't for victims, if it weren't for victims, if it weren't one for victims, it's screaming. One day. Huh? You know? 
one at a one time, day, one at a time. Know, so they, they take turns as to the roles that they play. One, you know, so in one case, they're, they're the conservator. In another case, they get to play guardian. In another case, they get to be GAL. Mm-hmm. So they get to, you know, mix and match. And, and that's exactly right that you uh, you can pe- you can put the pieces together and you'll see that exactly these people, they are all – Positions right together in in mm-hmm. you know throughout the system. Wow! I mean that's yeah. Exactly, I mean why wouldn't that's it? That's exactly how I'm being extorted. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Because God mm-hmm. forbid, you know, John Savinovich left a voicemail begging for help, <laughs> and and I happened to, you know be moved by what he, you know, his, his uh, you know, cry for help, okay? And it just so happens that, wouldn't you know, that the, the that Lisa Kukier, who happened to be his, uh, later on be his court-appointed attorney, then turns out to be his guard, guardian, okay, just happens, her, happens to be involved in my case, with with my oh, father, okay? Wow. You see how that works out? You see how you need to put, get letter, a corkboard. You, you, you need to get a corkboard with all the photos, you know, up there and and, oh, and yeah, draw the lines between them and stuff. I'll tell you what. Yeah. yeah that Lonnie Brennan has been telling me that I got to do that. I have to. <laughs> yeah. You really do. What I need to do. Yep. Yep. It just. So you I don't see know, how this that is, comes in. We've, we've got about. We, yeah, we've got about five minutes left here. Um, this is just, uh, Lisa, I don't know how you're going to come out of this, but you know we're always I there for you. You will come uh, out of it. Out we're of here, here for you. You know why? Because I have faith in we the people and that I know that they're going to be my army and they're going to rise up for me and demand that this crap stop. I agree. Yeah. Yes. And and so it's going to take people standing up, you know. And I keep telling people, I, this thing of keyboard warriors, you know, I don't have any. That's all you do. You're not doing anything. It does not make you an activist. Pushing like and share, it doesn't make you an activist. You need to show up. Um, you need to show up. You know, you need to you, make you, those calls. I think you could do. I yes. think you need to do what you can do best. For example, for me, it's writing. You know, that's just what I do. Right. But for other people, it's mm-hmm. speaking, you know, it's, it's I don't know, organizing. It's, people have so many skills yeah. that they could bring to that. But yes, that's where exactly. it comes down to. We need to organize, yeah. okay? Once we get, yeah. you know, that you get that, that first thing done, the organization, it just all flows from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Now we just got to execute. This is just... <laughs> yeah, it just gets worse and worse. I, I don't though know. it really, I keep getting more and more cases. Yeah. You know, there's a, a big thing in California now, and you know, there's always something. It's just unbelievable. Well, it's yeah, just, but it's you, just like our global group. You know, we're fighting to keep the glory hogs out of it. <laughs> oh, Jeff, where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, oh Mark. <laughs> That's, that's, okay, who, that's, that's, who came up with that? 
What uh, is that cause? And, uh, cause. Yeah, yep, that's cause. She, she's always on the glory hook. And, uh, oh, that's too funny. <laughs> anyway, so at last, little humor, right? Yeah, yes. absolutely. And you have to find humor in some of this. Yes, because if you didn't, this stuff would drive you crazy. And um, so it's always good to find something to laugh at. But we'll be back tomorrow night. Marsha's going to be our guest tomorrow night. And um, so we'll pick up this conversation and continue it over there. Uh, Kaz will be on, and uh, so we're her little friend, the glory hug. And um, she ought to start doing a glory hug podcast. But anyway. um, I love it. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, and then and Marsha's going to be talking about the summit she recently attended that was devoted just to guardianship and its ailments, and so we'll talk about that quite a bit. So we'll see y'all tomorrow night, Lisa. Thank you for coming on, and thank, hey, you, Lisa. thank you for chiming in. Yeah, I'm sorry to inter- I'm sorry to jump in, but I just wanted to say hi to Lisa, and then things get got rolling. <laughs> hey, we got to talk to each other. Well. Listen, do me a there favor. Keep in touch with me. The court dot com. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, after right. spinning it, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, Lisa. And I need to talk to you too right after the show. Got something very important for you. And um I don't want to say it on air, but so anyway, um I think she left. By God, she did. Anyway, I'll call her. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow night with Marsha Southwick, and talk to you then. Good night.